good afternoon, everyone. Hope you are having a great day on this beautiful Thursday. My name is Steve Miller, and I'm here with my co-worker and good friend, Zachary Waugh. And this is Family Faith and the Village. And it's a podcast designed to uh, talk about your children, your family, your household, and really keeping the faith uh, throughout whatever phase of life you're in. Zachary, you doing all right today? I'm doing great. Steve, good to have you back. Uh, everyone listening, this isn't Jim Nance's voice. Steve is, has returned. <laughs> He's Hello, come friends. back from his surgery. Good to have you back, yeah, Steve. We're back to two people, but still That's only right. one appendix in the room now. <laughs> uh, there we go. So today we wanted to talk about something that most people around the country didn't get to do last year. And the ones that did do it kind of turned out to be a mistake in many of the cases. <laughs> right. uh, and that is church camp. And having not gone to camp last year... Uh, for me, that was the first time since 2005, 2006 that I had not gone to a church camp in the summer. I really missed it, and it seems like it's been forever since. And that's what we're hearing there. consistently: is how much people missed right. uh, camps last year, camps last summer that didn't get a part, didn't get a chance to take part in them. And today, we're going to talk about why maybe some people missed it so much, and and some of the things. Um, tied into camp, tied into that continuing and strengthening your faith, that faith that lasts. Um, camp can play a huge part in that, and so I'm excited yeah. to talk about that today. And I'll start off just by saying this. Um, camp, church camp is not for everyone, as you will often hear, but I would say it is for far more people than people realize. Right, so I've right. never directed a session. I've never been to a session of camp that I haven't had a parent say, mm, "This one really didn't didn't want to come," and then that kid ends up thriving for the week. Yeah. Or a parent saying, mm, "You know, we weren't we didn't know if we should make them or not. We weren't sure if they should go or not, but we went ahead." And it's a great week for the kids, and the parents are excited those weeks after. So, right. so while I I will concede that it's not for everyone. I think church camp is for way more people than we get to go to church camps. And, and I yeah. think that, that falls to, to us as parents, to us as children and youth ministers. Absolutely. There's a lot of kids out there that, that really benefit from a week or two uh, in a church camp setting. The thought of it is so much different than the reality of it. Right. Uh, when I was a kid in third grade going into fourth, it's my first year to potentially go to camp. And I did not want to go. I did not want to go at all. Parents made me. Uh, and I went to the camp, and I had a good time. It was something, you know, once you're there, it's all okay. And, and you have a fun time. Took a pandemic for you not to go back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's been that long for me. And I think probably, just like Steve said, I, th I think I've never... I've never experienced someone that at the end of the week really wished that they had not gone. Right. It just doesn't it doesn't happen. Correct. And that's the beauty of this week long or two week long in some cases uh, event. It's pretty cool. Uh, so Steve, I wrote down. I mean, I think the list is is forever of all the reasons why camp is important and all the reasons why it's such a 
such a successful spiritual forming event. Absolutely. Um, but a, a few of the things that I wrote down, the first thing is just the relationships, the relationships that are formed at camp. Uh, when you spend a week with other people from other churches in a small cabin in bunk beds and you're just you're doing everything together you're cleaning you're playing sports you're sitting together you're sharing together all these things you grow so much in your relationship with them and those things continue far beyond camp right and it's and you build relationships with your fellow campers so people your age whatever stage you may be but then you have counselors yeah. and you have camp staff. And so right. as kids in that fourth grade range, since let's say that's you know that nine years old, eight, nine years old, that's where most camps probably start on a true overnight away from home. There's day camps and things like that for, for the younger crowd. And some of those are really awesome and, and, and great um, opportunities for families as well. But, but you know, for a, a fourth grader to develop a relationship with that high school and council and college kids that are counseling the camp and see some kids that are older but not as old as their parents who are ancient Um, you know and and so we've talked so much about modeling and and your kids seeing your faith and that kind of becoming the faith of your kids and this is a couple of weeks where they can see like a magnified look at some other people's faith and and how that can grow and how that can help them i think that's huge yeah uh, for as far as uh, faith formation and uh you know a faith that would be lifelong i think it develops at camp because especially as you start going in the first time no matter what age you go to camp for the first time it might be the first time these kids are experiencing a church or a worship type setting without their parents right and that's huge in the formation of faith yeah absolutely i think you bring up a great point with the counselors at at the session that steve directs fourth through sixth grade they idolize those counselors the high school students everyone that's who they want to be and to get and to get counselors to get people um who are modeling the faith that you want those kids to have is is so important and so beneficial to the camper uh and it again it leads to relationships outside of camp as well i can't tell you the the number of people we've had growing up to our house that didn't live in my hometown but the only reason we knew them and the reason why we had a relationship with them was simply because of that one week at camp and it was really like uh, they were a part of our family it was just that closeness Um, so relationships are so important uh, at camp and let's not forget about the relationship campers have with their directors too yeah absolutely (laughs) that might be a little more of a love-hate relationship I don't know at times but (laughs) even to that point a little bit the, the relationships that counselors build together if right. you're there and volunteering yeah. the volunteers the camaraderie that comes with yeah. serving and working at a camp is, is a huge thing and a huge benefit that I would put on that list as well absolutely absolutely another one and we've touched on this in, in other episodes and as we've talked about other things but think about the benefit of a week or two weeks depending on where your sessions are or what age your kids are because they might fall into an age group where they can go to 
week, couple weeks back to back or things. Yep. No screen time. Yeah. A few weeks unplugged, even a week unplugged. That's a huge benefit, I think, of of the kids going and doing this because you're not gonna have the Xbox and the Switch and the telephone and I said telephone. <laughs> Nobody has a telephone. Wow. Um, the cellular phone, uh, whatever it may be. Yeah, I think getting outside and away from screens yeah. is a above and beyond the immensely more important spiritual aspects. I mean, that's just a life physical aspect. Get outside, get away from the screens. That's a huge benefit, I think, of of putting your kid in a summer camp, church camp program. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I wrote down physical activity, the outdoors, nature, just being being wherever your camp is. Uh, I think it's so important uh, to just to just be in the nature. To s- there's something about worshiping and singing and praying uh, when you're right beside a mountain or right beside a forest or right beside a creek or something. It's so powerful. It's so uplifting. Uh, and and you mentioned no screen time. Uh, when I grew up, it was it was we do not want to see you with your cell phone. If we see you with your cell phone, you're in trouble. So really, they were allowed in our cabins. Um, and then after I started directing and we looked at camps rules are, are the camp that we go to and they have a rule or a bylaw or policy that says your phone will be taken at the start of the week and given back to you at the end of the week. So you can imagine that first year we did that, it was met with some extreme resistance because it had never been done before. But now people love that. Just surrendering your phone for right. a few days at the end no one misses it i mean it's yeah. amazing it really is well in, in my session again you mentioned we start with kids uh it's the summer before fourth grade that is the first age group and a lot of those kids come to camp with a phone and, and it's the same thing ours they check it in um, we collect them and essentially they're in the nurse's station yeah. and uh i may put it, that out there maybe they didn't know where they were now we'll have people breaking <laughs> into the nurse's station but um but, you know, so even at a nine-year-old, eight, nine-year-old kid that's already just tied into a phone, that disconnect is, is needed. So so I think that's a huge benefit of, of doing a church camp. Absolutely. I, I wrote down a, another, um, I think this is kind of a no-brainer benefit, importance of camp is the, is the lessons that are taught. Uh, and I think they're probably a little bit better received at camp than they are on a typical Wednesday night or Sunday night or a Sunday morning class at your church. Uh, it, it's just different. It's well, just so much different. For those of you listening that are professionals, and whether it's in the medical field, in the business industry, whatever your profession is, typically when you're doing a big training or a big event, it doesn't happen in your normal office where you work Monday through Friday, nine to five or right. 12 to 12 or whatever your hours are, you know, managers go to conferences and go to manager meetings and year in meetings. And, and part of the reason that's done medical conventions is because going somewhere different, even if you're still doing some of your same work, even if it's the same 
stresses and burdens, just going to a different place to recharge a little is huge. Yeah. So I, I, I think you're exactly right. I, I completely agree that it adds another level of that recharge and that spirituality when you're doing it different than you do it the other 50 weeks out of the year. Right. Absolutely. Steve, do you think there's, uh, I just, maybe this is a question that someone would ask us, is one week a year enough? No, but it's hard. You can't do a summer camp, a church camp. But I would say no, I think that's where your retreats, your, some of your other youth and children's functions fill that void. Yeah. But no, I mean, I, I think, honestly, as adults, we could use that recharge, you know, once a month, once every couple of months. So I yeah. have to believe it's the same for our kids Absolutely. as well. Yeah, yeah, I think so as well. I'm right there with you. Church camp, where wherever you go to church camp, there's uh, so many across uh, Texas, Oklahoma, New Mexico, uh, Colorado. I mean, they're everywhere. There's so many, so many benefits of them. Now, I'd like one of the things that I think is so important is there's a sense of openness or a sense of uh, accountability and vulnerability yep. uh, between each of the campers to where by the end of the week, you're very comfortable really sharing whatever you want to share. You're comfortable with someone that you didn't even know on Sunday, but now come Thursday, come the end of camp, you're just so close to them. You feel so comfortable with them that you, I mean, you're not holding anything back. You can be your true self. So, and that's obviously, I think, an even more of a thing in in your session, in that older, that high school age or or older junior high. And it fits into the stage of life, but whether it's in that format or in some of the formats with the younger kids, it's just growth. You know, whether in the ability to share, the ability to talk, the ability to understand some of the lessons or dig a little deeper, it just provides such a great um, opportunity for growth. And, And I think that's even scriptural because, you know, there's scriptures about, you know, when you pray, find a place that's different find a place that's peaceful find a place Mm -hmm. that fosters a little more um true talk and relationship with god and i think camp is that for so many people yeah each and every year yeah absolutely i think if parents were to come up to us and say well my my child they get very homesick they're they just don't like being away from us for very long I would still encourage them to uh, to try to persuade their child, their their student, to go to church camp. But then I would also give maybe a little bit of a warning, and that is, make make that camper give that student a chance to finish the week. I don't think there's there's not much benefit when you when you allow a camper to one day ten hours into into camp to call home to talk to their parents start crying we right. miss we miss right. being at home and we want to come home just uh, allow there to be for just a week a little bit of separation between parent and camper so like you're saying at our session you're not allowed 
to phone home. That's kind of why the phones go by the nurse. The nurse is who makes the ultimate call on, yes, we need to reach out to mom and dad or not. And it honestly, it doesn't happen frequently. It doesn't happen as much as probably every parent assumes or thinks or, or worst case scenario. Um, every once in a while, we've had that friendly counselor that's like, oh, here, I'll get my phone and I'll let you call. And to your point, it always turns into a late night drive that right. probably didn't need to happen. So, right. so that's kind of how, um, you know, we just work really hard with the counselors, with the staff there, with uh, our nurse who's been a part of our sessions for a long time, um, really feeling that out. And they do a really good job of yeah. kind of combating homesickness. And the other thing is, is we wear kids out. I, and I think oh, even yeah. in your session with older kids, I mean, so, by the time we so get tired. to lights out, they are worn out. Oh, yeah. And, and uh, they may even go to bed a little easier than they normally do at home. <laughs> yeah. I tell you, when when we get back home that Friday afternoon, get everything put away, get everything put up, just crash for such a long time. I remember uh, two years ago, the last church camp that we did, I think that Saturday, the first time I walked outside was like 2 or 3 o'clock in the afternoon. And I that was the first time I had gotten out at all. And I was just going to get food, coming back, and going back to sleep. I mean, it was just, it's unbelievable how much uh, you push yourself. Uh, but again, there's just, there's so many positives. There's so many, so many amazing memories and stories that are, that are had at camp. My parents met at church camp uh my wife and i technically met at church camp so there's just always there's always amazing stories amazing lessons that the kids learn um it's just such a fantastic week it is and you touched on it a little bit as far as kind of that closeness that you build with the people but but i'd take that a step further one of the things on i had on my list is it's a I mean, it develops true teamwork and group dynamic type skills in kids that, frankly, in youth sports these days, some of that finer stuff is lost, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, you know, when, when we were growing up or when I was growing up, maybe by the Zachary's a little younger, um, you didn't do private lessons for every sport. Like I knew kids who took private lessons for tennis or private lessons for golf, but that was it. Like you didn't have private baseball coaching, private softball coaching, private. And while that has been great for the sports, I think it's changed kind of the way you sports promote and develop teamwork and group dynamics. And I see that every week, um, every camp session that I take part of the, the dynamics of the group and seeing those kids developing some of the problem solving, some of the figuring stuff out, whether it's, a challenge that we've given them or just interpersonal communication. I mean, I, I think teamwork is a yeah. huge part of those camp weeks. I think that's Absolutely. a huge benefit. Absolutely. We always do quite a few activities throughout the week that really, y- you see who who the natural leaders are. You see, you see what groups of people have a hard time working together. Uh, but it's amazing the growth that just happens in a few days in regard to even if you're not a leader, maybe by the end of the week you're stepping up and doing something you yeah. wouldn't normally do. Maybe it's you know leading a prayer or, or singing right. a song or something, or it's 
you know, hey, we're going to try this strategy strategy and capture the flag or something right. like that. Right. It's pretty cool. Well, and to your point, doing something maybe you don't normally do, one of the other things I had down is I believe that church camps are a huge piece of evangelism, especially for mm-hmm. evangelism for our kids and our youth evangelizing to people their age. Right. I mean, how many kids at your session are there because a friend invited them? Yep. You know, I know yep. at mine, it's a lot of kids. And frankly, some of those kids, the only church setting, the only worship, the only faith foundational type thing they get might be those few weeks a year. Right. So it, I believe camp to be a great um, evangelism tool not just for us as counselors and directors and church staff, but for the kids to learn how to, um, you know, sometimes evangelism isn't just sharing the story and just going through the scriptures. Sometimes it's spending that time, building that relationship, showing rather than telling, you know, all those things. Um, So that was another thing I had down just as I, as I look at my stuff. Um, I, I know active people in churches today who really, while their families went to church often on their whole life, the bulk of their faith formation happened at camp, it, it, if they're being honest, and and they right. are. Most people will will tell you up front that that may be how their their faith started. So I think um, that's a huge aspect of camp as well. Absolutely, I, there's something something about camp that that no matter how how successful your church is at promotion and how great of a children's or youth program. You have, there's something about camp that appeals to so many more people. Mm-hmm. And it's such, like you said, it's such a great opportunity to reach out to those who may not get any other source of spiritual engagement uh, or of spiritual growth but that one week at camp. Right. And it's how can we make the most of that one week uh, to sure. feed into a lot of these people who, you know, this could be their, their greatest chance we have. Right. Well, Zachary, I just had two more things, kind of, I don't know how many more things were on your list, but but quickly, uh, I'll throw out my two and we can talk about that or see how it compares to yours. But uh, first, I think every kid, every camper, aside from the counselors and directors that were pretty tired when, we're, when we come home, most people come home from camp on a little bit of a spiritual high. And so I wanted to, in this episode, remind parents remind those the other church staff the other church members of that because that's a great time to strike while that iron's hot and um, and really keep some of that momentum going so while it may be tiresome to hear your sixth grader tell you over and over about the uh flower war at zachary's session or whatever (laughs) the cupcake war or whatever it may have been man have those conversations, talk about it a lot, take it deeper into what spiritual aspects were there, what the theme was. Um, don't waste that spiritual high was kind of one of the notes that I had and yeah. really take advantage of that. Um, and that that's a great point. Um, it's a great point to not waste that. And, and maybe I've thought about this as, as a director and maybe, and what if we, gave them something to go home right, with some homework yeah just and, some homework yeah. or or a once a week hey if you if you 
click on this link once a week, some different counselor is going to be given a video well, or a thought or something like that. You and I know about the success we had in doing that with a challenge you did at the yeah. start of COVID. And then, yeah. and then you or I each did right. a video every for day. every day until yeah. we covered things. I think something like that would be awesome. I think, so I think um, shame on us for not doing it sooner. And, and yeah. Zachary and I probably both will do something along yeah. those lines. But I think that's something parents could do as well. If you know what the theme of camp was, maybe build off of it each day as they come home for a little while. Right. Maybe make those family devotionals that we've talked about in another episode tie into that a little bit. Just yep. don't lose that momentum that gets built up. Um, uh, there's a summer slide in academics. Don't let there be a summer slide in faith or after camp. Right. Um, right. Then the last thing I had, um, and I'll speak specifically to where Zachary and I both direct, but I'll say with, let's say, 90% certainty that this is true, not just of the camp we're at and the church that we work for, but churches across the country. Don't let the cost of camp be the thing that keeps you from doing it. Yes, camps have to have tuition and, and things to run, and we all understand that. And so, so every website you look at will have tuition and fees and things of that nature. But again... I bet nine out of 10 churches will find a way to get kids to camp if yep. they know your kids want to go. Yep. So, so that was one of the other things I had down Absolutely. was don't let the financial aspect of how am I going to pay for that week be the thing that keeps you from sending that student to camp. That's right. And I think uh, for the ministers and, and church staff that may be picking up on our podcast, I think they would tell you the same thing. And if by chance it doesn't work out, find a camp that does. And, right. uh, and, and I think most of them, most of the churches will work with you, but that was a big one I had because yeah. it's, it's a big undertaking. It if, is. If you've got a lot of kids. If you're, if you're the grandparent that likes to help all your grandkids do some of that stuff, it can be a big thing, but, but explore the opportunities to, to help with that, um, tuition, to help with that canteen, to help with yeah. whatever it may be. Yeah. We have in our church, we're blessed to have so many very generous people. Uh, and a lot of people, will pay a teenager uh, for work that they do right. via a camp scholarship. So so the other day, uh, uh, t- two or three girls went to a lady's house uh, to do some yard work. I think the yard work, work took two hours, and they got $200 to go to camp. Right. So it's just a crazy amount. People are so generous. They want to help out. Because they realize the benefit of Absolutely. it. Their children or or maybe even themselves, they went to camp. They realize how important that is. And, yeah, cost should never, should never be a, a problem. Ask around. Um, and people are definitely, definitely willing to help you out. And, again, I would say talk to your church. Yep. Talk to your camp directors and then talk to the camp specifically yeah your session directors and then and then the camp itself specifically if you kind of follow that um hierarchy i think most people will get you to camp or will get your student to camp and i think that's a that's an awesome blessing yeah for sure well i know steve and i are really really looking forward to a summer uh a more normal summer a summer with church camp returning and i know that that first day of church camp for both of us is going to be one of extreme excitement a lot of energy a lot of loudness and then exhaustion and then exhaustion (laughs) yeah it's going to be epic and skipping a year uh, i'm sure some people forgot how to uh 
conserve energy right? a little right. bit. <laughs> so it, it could be a quite an epic crash. Again, we, we thank you for tuning in to our podcast, uh, Family Faith in the Village. If you like what you hear, uh, share it uh, with your friends, with family. We'll continue to produce episodes throughout the summer and throughout, throughout the year as well. Thanks a lot and have a good afternoon. And as we tape on this Thursday, I don't know where you, what time and place you may be listening to this. But we want to say happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there. Absolutely. This. Happy Mother's Day. <laughs>